Welcome to the Bambushi Happy Hour. I am Peju Bambushi Roethlisberger. Hi, everyone, and I'm Naomi Bambushi. And this is the Bambushi Happy Hour film and TV edition. How are you, Mom? What's up? Oh, I'm ecstatic. I'm doing my last-minute pre-packing uh, organizing, and oh. I'm just very, very happy. I'm going to actually place my, you know, things, belongings, in the suitcase on tomorrow, one day from now. One day from now, okay. And then I'm ready to go. I am so ecstatic. After okay. so many delays, I think this trip is going to really happen. So Ma, Ma, I have something to tell you. Wonderful over here. I have something to tell you. I think we no, need you don't. schedule. No, no, I'm you joking. don't. I'm joking. I'm no, joking. I'm joking. That's a joke. I will be going on this trip alone. <laughs> Or I'll give a call to one of my partners okay. who is ready, willing, and able to accompany me. Okay. So that's what I'm going to tell you. That's okay. right. This trip is not going to be postponed again. Okay. At least not by me. I will be there. Okay. All right. Well, you know, I didn't know if you was uh, running late today because I know you had to be at the coronation. I wasn't sure what was going on with that. You know, of every place that I've ever said I wanted to visit, the coronation ain't one, That's okay? True. I do not even believe in any of that. I don't see anything that is uh, happy or enjoyable, anything in there that a person of African descent should be cheering about. I don't see anything in there and I'm not trying to hear it. We have a man coming up here now trying to be the king trying to be an old-timey king. At least uh, Charles, he's just over there, ain't doing nothing but still chasing behind uh, the woman he's married Camilla. to. Camilla. Camilla. <laughs> I don't see him really doing anything much else. No. And spending up money that they stole from the hundreds of years that yeah. his ancestors stole. That's all I see. But you got one over here uh, pretending to run for president, and he's trying to be... Uh, a king. Who are you talking about, Trump? Yeah. Oh, that's it. He's trying to be one of those old-timey kings. Oh, you know, gosh. I hope we don't have to deal with him have running people, again. Who can have people beheaded and everything? What do you mean don't have to deal with it? He's already running. Uh, I don't know how much yeah. attention, you know, because he's running simultaneously or contemporaneously with his uh, uh, or his uh, uh, indictments going, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. so so our attention is sort of diverted a bit but he's running let's oh, my, let's move on to something a little bit more pleasant let's tell everybody okay. yeah daughter let's yeah, go yeah okay come on how you got in with that talk all okay. right i'm sorry guys i didn't mean to bring a cloud over a, an otherwise beautiful sunny day okay okay all right so let's let everybody know what we're sipping on uh, we were going to do this on Cinco de Mayo, but we're a little bit off with that. Um, so um, we are, of course, we have to have tequila. That's to make a long story short. So we're going to do uh, ego tequila, or as always. All right. And, okay. Uh, Ma, can you do a, a little nice toast for us? Okay. Let's raise our glasses mm -hmm. to long life and prosperity, health, wealth, happiness, and a wonderful trip in Hawaii. Salud. Salud. Salud de Mayo. Belated. There Salud. you go. Salud. 
Okay. All right, Ma. So um, we had one movie for the week. Okay. What All movie right. is that, daughter? Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. So <laughs> Starring Chris Pine. You know what, y'all? She's laughing because she's always got me watching movies that's just so totally not movies that I would normally watch, okay? But okay. No, well, you know, Chris I know. Pine. You know, opening the, you know, my mind and, you know, and trying to be more inclusive with everything. But I don't see why that has to spill over into my choice of movies. All oh, I want to say, listen, I saw Chris. Ma, can I finish? Okay, please. go ahead. All right, go ahead. Is- now I'm ready to jump on this because okay. you keep on I, sending me to these said- movies. Go ahead. Okay. All right, go ahead. I've already said it stars Chris Pine, Michelle Rodriguez, Hugh Grant, uh, Reggie John Page, and Justice Smith. And I've actually never played the game, but we know the game is like a, a fun role-playing game. And so Chris Pine is a charismatic thief, along with Michelle Rodriguez, who I think is a barbarian. And they embark on this quest to retrieve like uh, a long-lost loved one. And of course, you know, they have all different trials and tribulations along the way. And is that her loved one that we're referring to? Who's the loved one? Michelle Rodriguez, Hilga. Yeah, no, no, not her loved one. No. Okay. Oh, no, you mean daughter? I mean, who, who, who are you talking about? There's a various loved ones in there. Well, my, we don't need to tell people. They go oh, okay. watch the Okay, okay. okay. All right, Ma, go ahead. I, I did like, I did enjoy Hugh Grant as a, the bad guy. I thought he was funny. Yeah, he was funny, but he didn't have any business trying to kidnap, trying to keep this man's daughter. You okay. know, that wasn't, that wasn't nice. That was not good at all. Ma, you don't need to tell. Please don't tell. Okay, Patricia. okay. So anyhow, so this, let me tell you what I thought. I thought it was a lot of bang them and rock them and sock them and monsters and magic and and whatever they did okay it was a lot of that okay and you know for me a little of that goes a long way I don't need a lot okay it was that the only thing I'm going to say is that Chris Pine I'm not sure I really kind of forgot because I've seen him and you know different things but I don't recall if I had heard him singing before he has a really good voice well, anyhow, he was on there singing, so you know he didn't really showcase his voice here, but he has like you know one of those. I, I know because when you were saying how it was really good, I I, I know that because I didn't hear the really good part, but he was okay. Yeah, and he, he was like, strumming on his guitar a little bit, but I felt like he probably had some singing chops underneath there. I did yes. kind of feel that way, but I felt that he was singing the, the you know what, what he was supposed to sing for the role for the character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was interesting. That was a different um, view of him. You know, that was a like a hidden talent, at least hidden to me. I don't recall. Yeah, it's hidden to you because he was in a musical. Okay. Okay. So good. <laughs> so that was good. I was glad he, you know, it had, I, I just want, I don't even want to tell you about the ending because everything I say is the wrong thing. My don't say this, my don't say that. I'll just say I was happy with the outcome and glad when it was over. Goodbye. Okay. Uh, I thought it was really cute for what it was. Uh, it was it, it was entertaining. Uh, I love the action scenes. I love the chemistry. I thought the team, I, I thought the cast worked well with each other. Chris Pine is very likable. Michelle Rodriguez, 
Uh, I think, you know, this was a role. Richardson had a nice part. I like the part he played. Richard he was John, yes, he, yes. Was, he was also, yes. yeah, he didn't have a big part, but he, did, but but I, he had a good part. He had a good part. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and like I said, Hugh Grant, he kind of has that reputation for being like grumpy or grouchy. And so that was probably a good role for him. Um, he, has so, a, he has a reputation for seeking out the ladies of the evening. And he earned that about 20 or 30 years ago. You're too young to re even remember that. I don't even know if you were born, but um, he has that reputation for sure. No, you Ma, don't know about all that. Ma, what do you, what do you give it? What do give you give it? it? You, you have, have to, to give it something? Yes, you have to. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't need <laughs> to be given anything. Wait, what are you going to, your review? I, I'll give it, I'll give it at least, okay? Not all jokes aside, well, I wasn't joking before, but anyway, I'm going to give it, a, you know, I got to give it at least a five. So premium five? Premium doesn't seem like it fits this movie. <laughs> let me give it, <laughs> let me give it a four. So who's four? Let me give it a four. Oh, wow. How about a 4.5? I don't know. Maybe a 4.5. That sounds about right. So I enjoyed it. I'm going to give it um, a high premium, a 7.5. I, I enjoyed oh, it. Oh, my goodness. Oh, boy. We are really <laughs> far apart of this one. And I'm fine with that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to a series. Of, and I don't know if they're going to do another season, Um, but I, I thought this was really cool. Uh, Which one? Queen, Queen Charlotte. A Bridgerton oh, love yeah. story. Oh, I like Queen Charlotte. Yes. It, it, it's a spinoff of Bridgerton. And we, yes. we follow. Yes, Shonda. Do your thing, girl. That was good. Yes. We, we're, we're following the young queen's marriage to King George of England. And yes. the young queen is 17 years old. Um, she is, obviously, she's Black. And she was chosen to, to be queen. She's um, a Black German. She's a Black German. She's from yes. Germany. Yes. Her family is from Germany, right? Yes. Yes. Anyway, she was chosen to marry the queen, the queen, the king of England, King George. And um, I guess he's like the world's pretty much most eligible bachelor. But there's some things that are hidden about him. Obviously, she doesn't know anything about him. And, and a lot of his main secret is kept from the public. And so, my, yes. um, what are your what are your her brother the arranged the marriage? Queen Charlotte's brother arranged. Ma, all right, the just tell us what you th thought about everything. Oh, okay, um, I thought it was really good. I enjoyed it so much. I I like the the relationship with I like Charlotte's uh a sense of commitment. I liked her strength. Um, I I just liked her fortitude. I liked the the love she had for King George. Uh, I like that she knew when to pull back and when to step up. I just liked it. I liked her ability to make the, the best out of what could have been a terrible situation. Mm -hmm. You know, a few times, you know, a number of times she was able to do that. I thought she was really good. I thought her character was like impeccably written. I thought it was really good. I liked her best friend, Agatha. Mm -hmm. I, I thought that was I thought that piece was great. I liked George's mother, who was, you know, kind of bitchified, you mm -hmm. know, but at the same time pragmatic mm -hmm. and kept them on track for mm -hmm. what their mission was. You know, mm -hmm. I, I, I just thought it was really good. And I the mother, I well thought it was really written. 
I thought it was really cool too, Ma, with the mother, like at the end, you know, she saw that George Charlotte was the right one. Charlotte was the right one. Was the that one. Charlotte yeah. made George as Everything. happy as he could be. And, and she that, took yeah. care of him. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, and I really like that a lot. Um, I liked everybody in, in it except the brother. I wasn't Charlotte's brother, he was okay, but something about him. Well, everything about him was self-serving. He arranged the marriage with Charlotte and King George because Mm -hmm. it was prestigious and it was going to help them out in terms of their status in the world. They Mm -hmm. seemed to have had money, but they wanted to be more recognized and and embraced among the aristocracy, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, so it was, was, uh, you know, it was something that he felt would benefit him Mm -hmm. and enhance his life as well. And I liked and put him on the world stage in a way that they had not been quite, you know, as you know, aristocratic before. Right. And the only time right. that I really saw where he really, really was thinking about his sister was when he asked, "Are you? Is he hurting you?" It's like referring to King George. Right. And right. At that point, he seemed like he would intervene. You know, right. if, if he right. felt that his sister was in danger. But you yeah. know, in those days and at that time, it was like if you're marrying the king. Hey, what better can I do for you? He right. did not view it as as him doing something to his sister. He viewed it as him doing something also for his sister. Right. You know, right. it was mutual. It was self-serving. It was serving his benefit. And he thought putting his sister in a wonderful position. Mm-hmm. He didn't think he was hurting his sister at all. Mm-hmm. And in yeah. fact, he pro- and in, in the long run, he wasn't. In the long run, he was right. He was not hurting his sister. He, he Don't forget the times. Don't yeah. forget the ever. Don't forget the times. It wasn't like his sister could walk down the street and get a job making big bucks. Don't forget when it was, you know? Mm-hmm. So he was setting up his sister for uh, a good and comfortable life. Mm-hmm. And I, I really, I, I I enjoyed mostly every aspect of it. I Like you said, I enjoyed the friendship that the queen had with uh, oh, Agatha, yeah. with uh, oh, Lady yeah. Danbury. Yes, that's I, right. I, I Lady, thought, Lady Danbury. That's yes. right. And I, I, I love that. And I just liked her uh, sophistication throughout everything and how, you know, she was very just. And Lady Danbury's. And yes. Lady Danbury's. Yeah. Well, that's what, that's what I'm referring to. I'm, oh, I thought, I, you meant, uh, very, I thought you meant Queen Charlotte. No, yeah. I'm sorry. Lady Danbury was very discreet with her romances. Um, oh, I thought yes. that was cute at the end uh, when I put two and two. Well, I guess everybody put two and two together. Um, I'm not gonna, you know, go into it because I would like for everybody to watch it, but they they were just yes. and enjoy yeah. it. was really oh, it was and good. to me, oh, and yeah. to me, I enjoyed this better than the original. Like the oh, me too. To me, me too. And it's know. certainly better than that second than season. The second season, yeah. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. So what do you so um I, I'm I'm going top going? shelf. I'm going top shelf. Mm-hmm. I'm going top shelf nine. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, I'm right there with you, Ma. I'm going to give it a top shelf nine as well. I thought it was really good. And, and the storytelling was great. And the acting oh, yeah. was good. And, oh, and uh, yeah. the, and, you know, both queen, the young queen and the old queen, like her, their facial expressions told everything. I really, I just, I really, really enjoyed it a, a lot. Yeah. The cast, the cast yeah. was excellent. And, and Shonda, you, you know, you're on top of your game. You know, you did an excellent job. And that's yeah. what I want to say. You know, continue kudos to Shonda Rhimes. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So let's let's move on to another series that we had talked about before, uh, but we actually finished this series, um, which is Beef. 
and just kind of wanted to know my your final thoughts on beef since we saw you know oh beef okay okay they're gonna do a season two for beef i don't know okay well what i'm gonna say for beef is that i thought beef was really good beef is another one that i do you know wanted to just continue to watch I just, you know, wanted to see what's next. What's next? What are they going to do now? Mm -hmm. Now, the characters were all over the place. The characters were doing some really foul things. Mm -hmm. They were as ratchet as hell. Mm -hmm. The two the two main characters. And you but can talk about the ending, too. If you I thought it was a wonderful ensemble cast. The ending was sad, but the ending was all one long, big cautionary tale. When you just seek revenge... And when you allow yourself to become unhinged, when you allow yourself to be connected to negativity, mm -hmm. no good ending, no good ending. You're going to suffer. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because at any point, those two main characters involved with the original beef, Amy and what was his name? Danny. Amy, and Amy and what? Da Danny. And Danny. Mm -hmm. Amy and Danny could have at any point stopped they had an infinite number of opportunities to stop mm -hmm. but they continued to elevate the whole beef mm -hmm. okay each action they took was more extreme and more dangerous than the action they had taken before they not only had time to say wait a minute what am i doing i'm endangering any number of people including mm -hmm. myself Right. At any time they could have stopped and said that, but they did not. Yeah. They 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 did not until they just almost totally like they said, check he they need to check themselves before they wreck themselves. Okay. And they right. did not. And they did not. I hope they have a beef too. But if they don't, I fully got the message from beef one. Mm -hmm. You know, if they don't go to season two, mm -hmm. season one, you got the message. You got the message. Mm -hmm. So okay. I I um I it, it, I loved enjoyed it. This oh, by one. the way, I loved it. Yes, I enjoyed this series as well. I thought it was really unique. You know, I, I felt like you know this was a original story. Uh, and I thought the chemistry that uh Danny and um Amy's character had, um, I loved it, especially like towards the end. When, when you got to see how they really, really and truly understood each other. And they were really the only people who really seemed to get one another, mm -hmm. you know? And, Absolutely. And, and, I, and I like that a lot. Um, I wasn't that happy with George coming, you know, and messing up things because to me- in, in the, You mean in the end? In the end, because to, the me, end? Okay. to me, George seemed like he wasn't really at that point concerned with what was going on that, with that was that was a little bit inconsistent because yeah. it seemed like his his affection toward her had started to wane right. you know in, in light of all the things that that she had taken him th you know through and mm -hmm. then all of a sudden he shows up like he's you know the lone ranger coming to save her or something right. that didn't ring quite true mm -hmm. you know but what i did like about it and at the same time, another thing that I did like about it, not that action, but another thing that I did like about the entire uh, season is that they didn't make sense. They yeah. did things that there was no reason for them to do. They could have mm -hmm. stopped. Like I said, they could have stopped. Mm -hmm. And I liked it because it didn't make sense because 
people do things that when you ask them, well, why'd you do that? You I'm you like, knew. You I, don't know. I don't know. Like, yeah. oh, I don't know. Oh, I just I was in my feelings and <laughs> yeah. oh, all this. You know, right. you know it didn't make sense, but you did it. Right. And guess what? We all have that in our personalities. Now, maybe not to this degree. Right. You know, of course, I hope not. But we all have that thing that we go and do, even though we know it made no sense. Right. But we just, damn it, did it. You know, and that's what they did. And they took it to, you know, some other level. All kinds of other things were going on, having nothing to do with the two individuals with that particular interaction that they had. Right. All kind of things are going on. And these are just two people who just happened to cross each other's paths at that time. And then the confluence of them annoying each other, along with all other things that was going on in their head, and they just blew up. You know, and they just blew up. Because as you can see with Danny, he had been in the store trying to return a bunch of crap, and then they didn't accept it, and he was mad. And he had been trying to return it because he had bought all these things initially to blow himself up or something. He said he was going to do yeah, car- carbon monoxide poison. Yeah, 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 or whatever he was. Gonna, it just was ridiculous. And yeah. then, and then she was under pressure with that job and uh, and I don't know, trying to achieve whatever level of wealth. Although she was already very wealthy and had a fabulous life, uh, you know, she still was going for something even beyond that. Mm-hmm. You know, and it just was. Uh, it was very interesting. It was really good. I like the twist and the turn. To me, it's, it wasn't very different than the than um the banshees of insuring, right? To me, it wasn't uh wasn't that. What do you mean it wasn't of, different? Well, well, I mean people behaving. You mean it's them being stubborn? Right. Okay, gotcha. Behaving gotcha. just totally unreasonably, but with 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 almost no real provocation. Mm-hmm. Or not really even identifying what the real issue was that made you so angry, mm-hmm. you know, that made you go so extreme. Like mm-hmm. what made him chop his fingers off and hands off. Mm-hmm. Not just the guy, it's the right. thing going on with you, you know, right. and what made them escalate and do all the things they did, not just because somebody backed up or didn't back up or whatever they did, you know, mm-hmm. it wasn't that, it was all the things going on with you. It you also know. it might it also is a cautionary tale in, in general when you think about you don't know what somebody is going th- going through when you encounter them when you encounter strangers so walk away stop right stop even if you started it stop mm-hmm. yourself right stop yourself and say no matter how this goes if I allow it if I participate in escalating this it cannot have a good outcome it cannot be good. Somebody somewhere is going to suffer something. So it was it was excellent to me. It was really good. To so me, what do you? Cool. So what do you give it? I give it a nine too. I'm uh, going a top shelf. Oh yeah, I'm giving it a top shelf. I loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah me too. Uh, we're agreeing on both of them. I'm I'm going with top shelf nine as well. Okay, uh, okay. You know the the little couple of things that would have made it a ten is well number one is I didn't like the death scene of one of the characters. I thought that was just they didn't need to throw that in there. Um, and I was mad about the George situation at the end, but other than that, I thought it was. I excellent. didn't want. I, you know what? I, you know what? I really didn't want that for George. Right. I didn't think George deserved to do that to himself. Right. 
you know, you know, you can wash your hands and walk away from the whole situation, which was a huge problem. Mm-hmm. He, he, that marriage he had with Amy, that was just a huge problem. Right. You know? And so for him to go and, you know, do what he did is just, you know, digging himself in the hole deeper. Uh, you know, uh, and that's a situation where he should have been trying to extricate himself. Right. Going in deeper. All right. Know? Oh, yeah, I'm with you on that. Definitely. Okay. All okay. right. All right. What so, do we have next daughter? Okay. Uh, so next we have Bupkiss. And it's a raunchy comedy loosely based on Pete Davidson's life. Um, he's moved back home to Staten Island with his mom, played by Edie Falco. And um, Joe Pesci plays his grandpa. And we have Brad uh, Garrett. I guess he's like supposed to be like a family friend. I'm not even sure who he's supposed to be. And um, you know, Pete Davidson. He's, still- he's like a he's like a uncle in law married into the family mm-hmm. or something like that. Okay. Yeah. Because I haven't, I know mm-hmm. you've you've seen further along than I have. I've only saw mm-hmm. one episode. Uh so the first episode that I did see was probably the most extreme, I guess. We don't I, I don't know. Um I from listen, it, it it's fine. It's okay. I'm gonna, you know, watch a couple more episodes to to be able to give like um, I guess a fair review uh, of the show. Um, I don't right. like a lot of bodily uh fluids um as jokes. I don't think the only one to me that was really funny was when they did it and there's something about Mary. Like I because I I hadn't seen, you know, when her jokes. hair was sticking yeah, up, yeah, hair gel. But that was kind of silly, yeah. Yeah. But you know, to me. You know, when he did his thing, when he, uh, you know, ejaculated and, you know, it went on, it landed on his mom. I just didn't think it was funny. I, I just did not. To me, it was just like, you could have went somewhere else with it. You know, right, you could have, right. I don't know. But for it to go on her, it's, uh, I don't know. But I, what, yeah. are your, what are your thoughts yeah. on, on it? I, I, thought that was a little, I thought that was also beyond the pale. Um, the, the overall, I mean, you enjoy Joe Pesci. But, you know, I mean, he's a, you know, decrepit old man and dying and still threatening people with bodily harm. I mean, I I don't see that. That doesn't ring true. But then again, he might threaten him with uh, shooting him or something, you know. But he's he's still doing the tough guy, old grandpa. But, you know, but you still find Joe Pesci's performance very endearing. Mm -hmm. And I like it that they're kind of doing the boys uh, what do you call boys night out or week or I don't know how long they're supposed to be out because they seem to be out for a long time mm-hmm. with Joe Pesci like bucket list kind of thing mm-hmm. you know because you know Joe Pesci is of course you know uh, very sick but he's still able to enjoy you know at this juncture he's able to enjoy whatever it is they're doing they seem to be having a lot of fun so that part is is like I said very endearing but it's just a mishmash of all types of nonsense and you know, uh, you know, drug fueled cuckooness, you know, and it's, it's, uh, pretty much just being irresponsible and silly. Mm-hmm. And um, and he's playing himself. Yeah, he know? is playing himself. And that woman, yeah. the uh, what's her name? Uh, Chase. She's his real life, you know, girlfriend now. Okay. So I don't, you know, who knows, you know, how Pete Davidson is, but uh. Yeah. 
you know, you know so I'm, I'm going to continue to watch it to see yeah. what's right now. It's kind of it's kind of all over the place, yeah. you know, and I'm you know, and I guess maybe that's indicative of what his life is right. or has been up to this point. I, I was, it's pretty much all over the place, um, you know, but you know, but of course, it's funny. You know, you don't you don't see a whole lot of sadness at this at this juncture. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to happen down the road. It's still pretty funny. It's pretty lighthearted so far. Mm-hmm. And, and and silly, you know, funny, silly, and, and kind of lighthearted so far. Yeah, but it's, I have a yeah. feeling it's going to be more heavy going. His 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 uh, his relationship with his therapist is hysterical. To mm-hmm. me, that is really funny. Well, I haven't I haven't gotten to that part. Okay, yet, so okay, to... well, okay, okay. No, no, so no. you will. So you yeah. will. So the, the therapist is apparently completely uncredentialed. Okay. Uh, yeah, but somehow it's up helping Pete. So it's kind of funny, but anyway. Um, overall, I'm going to continue to watch it and see where it goes. That's what I'll say. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to, okay. you know, watch at least a couple more episodes to see if I get a better feel okay. of it, okay. you know? So. All right. Sounds All right. good. Okay. Um, so the next show uh, is Lucky Hank, which we really haven't talked much about, but I kind of wanted to give a review of the the season, um, which stars Bob Odenkirk, um, and he is the English department chair at a very, very badly underfunded college. And he's having a, a very late, I don't know why they describe it with these people, uh, a very late midlife crisis. I, I don't know. Um, and his wife uh, is a. I know he's person. unhappy. He seems very unhappy. Right. I mean, because he's because he has to be at least sixty at this point. So, but you know, they. Yeah. They, um, his wife is a, a vice principal, but she's unhappy with her job, and she, you know, goes off and and leaves to go to New York for another job, another opportunity. And I just don't. I look. I don't like the cast. I, I love Bob Odenkirk. But I just, the characters, everyone in there is so annoying and so unlikable. And it was just very hard they are. for me they to, are. That's true. to get through it. I, his I daughter, know. his son-in-law, for sure. Mm-hmm. His wife is, you know, you don't see where she has such a good attitude about things. Mm-mm. And she just seems like somebody who just wants to go off and have a romp with mm-hmm. somebody. That's really mm-hmm. all I see from her. I don't see her being in unfulfilled in any other way. His and, dad, his dad, who is, you know, you know sick now. Well, but, his dad now has full-blown dementia. So, and who he has, he's been a very poor father. He's been an absentee father. Mm-hmm. So, you know, all Hank's life. And so mm-hmm. now, you know, um, the mother's okay, but the mother's just uh, dippy in her way, mm-hmm. you know, as far as I'm concerned, because she's just totally devoted to a husband who abandoned her for years and didn't help her raise the son that they shared. So yeah, I, and I don't I, think she's his I'm wife not, anymore. I don't even think. Well, that, whatever divorce yeah. or whatever ex-wife or whatever yeah. she is, yeah. but she she's stepping up and taking the role of a a, a wife. Mm-hmm. You know, because she he lives there with her, correct? Mm-hmm. And she yep. him, and you know all the things that uh, a devoted wife you would hope would do. Yeah, you know, and she's an ex-wife to an unfaithful husband. Right. You know? So, hmm, and and his father Hank hasn't spoken to in what 25, 30 years or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Until now, he appears, you know, with full blown dementia. Right. So I, I don't know, and and I'm not sure if the mother didn't go find him and bring him there. I'm not really sure what happened. I think the that. mother did. I think you're right yeah. about that. I forgot yeah. about that part. So I mean, so it's, I, eh, 
you know, and, and his co-workers, they're all just, I don't know, just pushing for themselves. They all have their own agendas and none of their agendas is to provide good education to the students. I don't think I've heard one of them say that. Yeah. Yeah. Which is supposed to be their job. I haven't heard one say that at all. They're fighting over parking spaces. They're fighting over homes. They're fighting over positions. You know, they're fighting over everything. And, you know. Do you know what? You know what, Ma? I don't know if this was ever really supposed to be a comedy or if it's supposed to be a dramedy. dramedy. I, I mean, yeah. Yeah, uh, but yeah. I just I don't enjoy watching it. I really don't. Like I, right. you know, you try to give it my full, you know, undivided right. attention. Right. And well, you know uh, what the the only thing that I've seen so far mm-hmm. that really made me have some sort of emotional response. The only thing that actually elicited any kind of emotional response from me is uh, Hank with his daughter. Uh, in that last yeah. episode in the finale, season finale, when he comforted his daughter, you know, and, and when he finally figured out just to be quiet, don't run his mouth and just kind of be there for her. Yeah. And when he did that, that was touching to me because he knew his daughter was hurt, but he didn't know really how to deal with it, what to do with it. But he knew he had to somehow figure out how to be there for his daughter. You know, her mother wasn't there. And she didn't have nobody, anybody at all there for her. And, you know, she was hurt with that good crackpot husband, you know. Yeah. And um, and he figured it out and he made his presence known without being judgmental and running his mouth and making yeah. her feel worse. Yeah. You know, that part I liked. And to me, that was on the money. You know, the writers did their thing right there. That tiny piece of that episode was well, really, he was touching in other areas too, but that was just more emotional because he wouldn't try to get the husband back for her. You know, he just did everything that maybe he didn't think he should do, but he wanted to do because he thought that's what she wanted. So he mm-hmm. went and did it. So he was showing, you know, uh, putting himself out there in that way. But I thought he really was very good in the end. To me, that was like the best I've seen the whole season. All right, Ma. I- I'm sorry. I I give the I give it a. Uh, hmm. I give it a premium five I, just because it's Bob Odenkirk, right? And that's you know I would give it a who because I don't I don't like it. What what okay. do, what do you give it? Well, I'm I'm don't like it very much either. Okay, I don't like it very much either. I could take it or leave it. Let's see what they do with season two. Uh. I might now, if I'm making the decision, if I'm the network execs and I'm the one making the decision, I would give it another season for one reason, Bob Odenkirk. I'd give it a push. I'd give it a push. Um, Other than that, uh, you know, I'd give it another season to see if it gets any legs, you know, Mom, other than what that. Do you, what do you give the show? Oh, you want a number? Oh, you want to know? Oh, I'm gonna, I'll give it a six. I give it a, a six. A, a premium six. Okay. Yeah. I give, I'm gonna get I'm gonna give it a premium six. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So let's let's move on. But we don't know if it's coming back for second season, right? We don't know that yet. We don't. Okay. No. Okay. All right. So let's see how it goes. Let's see what they decide to do. All right, Sweetie. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. What's next? Okay. Uh Fatal Attraction, which is a mini series starring Joshua Jackson, Amanda, Amanda Pete, and um Lizzie, Lizzie Kaplan. 
And so okay, no. this yeah. is a okay. remake. Well, to me, it's a retelling of the, the movie, the original movie, Fatal Attraction. But to me, I don't feel any of Michael Douglas and Glenn Close's chemistry or anything at all like that in, in this miniseries. And it just feels different to me. And um, I like Joshua Jackson. Um, you know, I've seen him be really good. Remember, he was a doctor. What was it? Dr. Death. It wasn't really Dr. Yeah, that, that the Deutsch or something was his name. He, yeah. Um, I thought he did a really good job doing that. Uh, but yeah. I, oh, I me too. Oh, he was smoking in that. Yeah. I, so far here, I'm going to continue to watch it because um, there's three episodes in. Um, but I can also, I don't know. I like this a little bit better than um, Hank. But that's about it. Go ahead, Ma. What were you going to say? Well, you know, let's see. But I don't see the chemistry between the two lovers as being very strong at all. You know, maybe it's going to build up. Maybe they haven't shown that yet. Uh, I, I I, didn't get it. I mean, I saw them doing everything that there is to do that they show on TV. And mm -hmm. I just really didn't see the chemistry between them. To me, he has better chemistry with his wife. You're right. To me, I saw him as just somebody who you know, was feeling sorry for himself because he didn't get that position. And mm -hmm. he just went and did whatever he did, right. you know, and it just went however it went after that. You know, mm -hmm. I, I don't see the chemistry being strong at all. I don't see, uh, I, I don't see her, her character as being particularly charismatic, you know, no. having the, I, I don't see that. I see her as being very bland. Yeah. I, I don't get it. I don't know. I, no. I think they're miscast. I don't see any strong chemistry between them at all. Right. And uh, so, Lizzie, that, that's the thing for me, Ma. Like there's no, it's not, it's not very sexy. Uh, forget and, it. And Lizzie. Even the scene when they first got together, when they had their first sexual encounter. Mm -hmm. I didn't see it then. Mm -hmm. You know, when he was walking out the door and he turns around and look at her and she got on some baggy pants and a t-shirt <laughs> and he's standing there. And I'm like, what the hell? Didn't she just take a shower? Is this what you put on when you get out the shower? Right. Not when you get ready to go to bed. Right. Not when you're trying to entice somebody. <laughs> not when you're trying to have sex. Is that it? That's what you do? You look like you're getting ready to go scrub the floors or something. <laughs> you know, just for, I, didn't, I didn't get it. And he was all turned on by that. I'm like, right, and he just couldn't mm -hmm. think in all oh, his mind. Like, man, it didn't, it, nah. there was none, there was no. none of that. And then, then, then you see him a couple scenes later, he's there with his wife, who looks much cuter. And yeah, it's, there's, there's and, they're, and they're kissing and hugging, and oh, you know, everything is lovely. I'm like, what? Well, what is this? You know, <laughs> you know, I, I, uh -uh. it didn't make no. any sense. It really no. didn't. No, not for something that's supposed to be appealing to an audience, okay? Right. If that's the horn dog you are in real life, that's your business. But, you know, this is a show. And, you know, <laughs> you're supposed to be making it attractive, appealing, looking to us. Right. So to connect to the characters, you know. Right. And I think they've done that so far. So, so let's, yeah, see. let's see. I'm not going to, you know, rate it yet. Let's see. All right. We'll give, you, we'll give you a little bit more time. You know, we'll give you a little bit more time. Yeah. All right. We got a couple more shows, Mom, before we get into some updates. Uh, okay. Ted Lasso, we, we, you know, you always got to talk about Ted Lasso because there's, you know, a few far and in between with their episodes and they go on hiatus and everything. But um, what I will say for this episode, before I, you know, break it down, I am not as happy with Ted Lasso this season as I would like to be uh I enjoy Ted Lasso for the most part and I still think it's a really good show 
But to me, the way that they are dealing with relationships in the show is not good. Um, Ted, Ma, the way he's dealing with his ex and, you know, he, here's my thing. But did you try that hard in the marriage? That, that, exactly. That there, this whole thing begs the question, well, what were you doing when you all ended up getting a divorce? She right. doesn't seem like she dislikes you that much. In right. fact, she seems to still have the uh, affection for him. Right. You know, and what, what, what happened? Right. And, and now you are jealous and you worrying about her getting engaged in this and that. Were you worried about that when you were married to her? Right. Or did you just take her for granted? Like she was just going to always be there no matter how shabbily you treated her. Right. You know? right. So I, I'm with you with that one. That's the first thing you think. You know, what was up? If, if it, you know, if it was all this, how did you all end up where you are? Right. Right. So, yeah. So I don't, I don't, that part. And then um, Keely and and Jack, and I can do without Keely in this season. I can deal deal without her. Uh, like I said, the anger and the animosity towards Keely is just growing. Um, I guess her and Jack, maybe that's the end. You know, this whole thing about the video and hacking her phone and everything. I think that that's your personal business, whatever you want to do. Many people have sent, you know, sexually explicit videos or, oh, um, yeah. you know, whatever pictures to their yeah. you know, partner, you know, plenty of people have done that. I get that. So I, I don't think she should have, you know, tried to apologize for it. She may have felt a little bit embarrassed that, you know, the whole world could see it. That's not, you know, that's not their business. Uh, but the way that Keely is, I just don't like her character. We're supposed to believe that everybody just falls in love with Keely and Keely is always, you know, she was in a relationship with Roy and however that ended, I felt that was foolish that, that, that it ended. And, you know, now she's all in with Jack, with uh, Jack, you know, when the picture came on, she was with Jamie, uh, an opportunist to me. Uh, and I don't see where she's that hardworking and that talented, you know, they don't really focus on that it's just like oh i'm keely oh i'm cute and yeah, oh I, really, I have a friendly personality yeah you really see a serious side to keely right you know you really do not you know right. she's all the uh, butterflies and pink uh foam and fur and fuzz or whatever mm -hmm. you know i mean and this is how you see her you never really see her as a serious person you yeah. just do not you know, so that's one issue with her, but yet she's supposed to be some high-powered exec, mm -hmm. you know, and you don't see that. And then the other thing with with Keely is that she certainly gets over being brokenhearted very quickly. It mm -hmm. doesn't take her long, mm -hmm. you know, at all. Whoever she's dealing with, she's on to the next one very quickly. Mm -hmm. So then that makes you also take her as not a very serious person. All right. You, so, yeah. You know, so much for Keely. Um, I'm, I'm, I am glad that the team Richmond has improved. You know, they seem to be doing well now because what I would have said had they not improved is that they really do need to start to look sideways at Ted Lasso because he always looks like, uh, you know, the little innocent guy walking through the woods. Everything is great. Mm -hmm. And he's not even realizing that the big bad wolf is coming for him. All right. Okay. You know, and he always presents that way, no matter what is going on. And at some point, if this is your team and you're a serious person, you know, your team is important to you as a player or owner or investor or whatever. 
you you will resent his attitude mm -hmm. because it will seem as if he's not doing everything he can and not understanding the depth of the problem that his team loses every game they play. Right. You know, so I'm, I'm glad that they turned that around because in the real world, you know, they would be looking at him and he'd oh, be yeah. walking out the door. Right. Okay. You know, yeah. so uh, I'm glad that they, you know, decided to mm, let's get in here and do something about that whole situation. So that part is good. Uh, I, I'm not I'm not really sure what they're going to do about the love life because I'm feeling like him and the wife need to reconcile because they don't seem to be giving him any strong relationship with anybody else. And Ooh, Ted, I thought that it was going to be with him and Rebecca, but then they kind of have quieted that down. Yeah, they have him but, going in, in a completely different direction. And mm -hmm. I really don't see the chemistry between the two of them. I really don't. I like I liked it with her with the guy on the houseboat. Oh yeah, I like that. Yeah, yes. yeah. he had that. He had that. You know, unusual kind of macho swag. Mm -hmm. I don't shouldn't say swag. I know we overuse that term, but he had that that charisma. You know, that that strong virility yeah. and sensitivity all together. B you know? what is it? BDE, right? Uh, uh, well, if we want to go there, he, he certainly yeah. had it. He yeah. certainly had it. And I like that. I like that uh, period. And I like that for Rebecca. And I like that Rebecca has to go through a few trials and tribulations because Rebecca didn't always do the right thing. And she's, you know, moping and groaning over this man. So be it. You knew when you met him, he was married, whatever you're saying. You admitted it yourself, so you're going to go through a few bumps and lumps. The Dude. same thing with you. The same thing he did on his first wife, well, you know, with you, he did with you with the next one. Two, so, two, my two more things that we, we didn't address. Um, no. Isaac um, and Colin's phone, the uh, the the gay um, player. Oh, yeah. Oh who, yes, who's yes. in the who's in the closet? And we know well, that Isaac. I think, I think he's about to be out the closet. Well, we know Isaac saw what was on the so phone. You know, you so know, he looked at the phone. Yeah, but he didn't. But we don't know where where he's going. Where with it's it gonna go with he, it? Right, because he looked like. Mm, let me think about this. I don't know if I'm gonna. You know, he didn't look like. Ooh, let me go tell the world. That was not his immediate response. No, but we know something because so, we could we see the previews well, as, or the clips for next week. Yeah. Oh yeah, and as and as more people find out, you know, it's it's gonna come out because right. the same way, you know, they found out, other people will find out too. Yeah, you know? and then it, yeah, okay. No, go ahead, go ahead. And not necessarily through Isaac. You know, it right. not, not necessarily through Isaac at all. Okay. And and finally, we don't have to spend much time on this Nate and his relationship. I think we don't, a lot of people don't care about Nate's relationship yet because we nope, still because see. Nate has been so nasty. And we still see he's trying to be nasty with little things. We still see that, you know, when, with, uh, when uh, Ted Lasso showed up at the game with his son and you, well, you know, know his boss is telling him to do that. Oh, I know, I know, yeah. but but you know, you know so, he could so that push might back. Have a lot to do with he, it. He could push mm, back. He's not. He's not the type to push back with anything. He's so happy to get that job. He's just a total brown noser. You know, he's totally obsequious. He's not trying to push back at all. He's got his nose so deep up that man's behind. Forget it. You know, he's not trying to push back anywhere, anyhow. I'm looking at the girl because um, the, you know, young lady, she, what's her name? Uh, I don't remember her name. Uh, I can't, I can't, it's a short name. And she's there, Jade or, or something like that is her name. Something. I, I think it's Jade. But anyway, 
Uh, whatever the case is, she certainly seems to have fallen for him very quickly. She's very affectionate toward him very quickly. They didn't do much development going on. I mean, it took them a, a minute with the little cat and mouse thing to go on the first date. Then after the first date, they just go on gangbusters. I, 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 don't, I don't know about that. Yeah. So I, I don't know. We'll, sure about that. We'll, so we'll, we'll see. see. Yeah. We'll see how it all goes. You all know. right, let's let, let's move on. Um, and okay. the final, final show for this week, um, we're going to talk about is Ghost Power Book Two. Uh, we'll we'll talk about Secession next week. Okay, um, but a lot of stuff happened in in uh, Ghost this week. Was it Ghost Power Book Two? Uh, so we don't know if Sax is dead or not. It looks like he might be. Right? We know he's been shot. Yes, and he wasn't getting up. Um, and uh, Method Man's brother is gone. You know he, and you know, Theo committed was committed suicide, suicide right? right. Um, and we see that you know things are starting to un unravel with uh, the Western organ organization. I don't, you know, all this stuff too is is real secretive. Everything is just too much because you know Brandon told or Braden, whatever his name is, he told, Brayden, yeah, Braden told uh, Tariq not to tell anybody and then Tariq went and told the um the you know the black billionaire yes him, yes right you know and at some point everybody's gonna know and it's gonna get out and it's gonna be a problem right yeah and because like, and because people are pulling their money out too right that's right another thing and right. then that becomes a whole nother issue right. right so I don't I don't really know how to deal with that and then um the worst of the week had to be Drew Drew, you know, having a breakdown on, completely on, and everybody completely. caught it, you know, and, he, and how was he so upset and hurt over somebody that he hasn't been with? And we haven't seen him with that person in a while. And he he's had plenty men since then. Right. He's well, that's plenty part of his being irrational. Just it's real. All, you know, I don't know. Very impulsive yeah. and just, you know, and he knows he's going to have to answer for that last uh, murder he committed. Yeah. He knows he's going to have to answer for that. He yeah. can't be in cahoots with, you know, this person's, his lover's mother mm -hmm. and family and then think that it isn't going to come out that he shot him. You're right. You know, right. and I mean, he he wasn't even indirectly responsible. He shot him straight up directly. Yeah, you know, and he so. didn't even... He didn't even, you know, try to see what happened. He didn't hear the guy out. He just reacted. He, you know, yeah, and he's just yeah. too impulsive. Absolutely. Making really bad decisions, Drew. Oh, man. And then and then Effie. I don't know what's well, going to happen Effie, Effie, come on. Effie's going to save her own neck. Mm -hmm. Effie, she, because look, she's she's in, she, it's a dilemma. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a dilemma for her. Not just a straight up problem. It's a straight up dilemma damned if you do damned if you don't mm -hmm. you have to make a choice so you take the one where you have at least possibly a little edge which is maybe you'll make it out if you tell the truth if you don't you're going down either way you're yeah. going down either way you don't know if it's going to be through the Tejadas or through the cops but at least if you play ball with the cops they'll be halfway on your side mm -hmm. and you just still got the Tejadas to deal with Right. But if she doesn't deal with the cops, she's got both of them to deal with cops and Tejadas, mm -hmm. you know, so she's going to have to me. I don't know how they're going to what the writers are going to do. But in the real world. She she, you know, 
she has very, her chances are slim to none with the Tejadas. She see how quick they are to kill somebody. Mm-hmm. You be going in, in a flash of a, an eye, you know, with them. They don't even think. Not, not at all. But with the cops. They shoot and, and think about it and, later. And ask questions later. That's right. Yep. But with the cops, she may have a little bit of leeway because she got too much on the Tejadas and she's a total uh, liability to them. Mm-hmm. So she will be gone. Okay, and only thing she could her best the best possible scenario for her, and it's not a good one. It's not a good one, you mm-hmm. know. But is is to do whatever with the cops, you know. So to me, I, I I don't see where she has much other choice. Okay, she you know, like I said, and that's very little choice right there. So okay, okay. Um, so let's get into some um some updates, mom. Okay. Um, First off, we know, um, you know, that Jamie Foxx has, you know, been hospitalized for over three weeks now. He did. Yeah, it's been um, a long time. He did post a couple days ago, um, appreciate all the love and feeling blessed. And you did know, he so, posted or some of his representatives? We, we don't know. Okay, I, we, don't, we don't know. Okay. Because, no, I'm just you, know, you know, but see, that's what I was thinking about, because in general, you know, people have social media, you know, people, they ha- they right. hire, you know, so- yes. social media professionals right. to handle this. So. Right. I'm just trying I, to I I'm just trying to gauge how well is he doing? Was he, you know, that's my real question. Was he literally able to post it or was that somebody posting it in in on his behalf? Well, I don't know. I just, you know, hope the best for him and hope he, he continues to recover. Oh yeah. Oh me too. Oh man, me too. Um on another note, um a much much lighter note, Tom Brady it, this is what people are saying um, that he could okay. walk away from his three hundred and seventy-five million deal to call NFL games with Fox. They're saying um, there's a forty-nine percent chance he does and a fifty-one percent chance that he doesn't. Okay, what are your thoughts on that, Mom? My thoughts three hundred and seventy-five million. I mean, I'm hearing what you're saying, but how many millions does he already have? Okay. And what and what other things are out there on the table for him? I don't think that was his only offer. I think that's his NFL affiliated offer, but yeah. I think there's other things out there for him. So uh, don't forget. I know it's a different era, different time, but don't forget, Michael Jordan didn't become a billionaire until he left basketball. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. there's lots of money to be made. You, you got me? So yes. he may... He may walk away. He may just not want to deal with that. And the thing about him, he has a kind of quirky, kind of kind of quiet personality in his way. Mm-hmm. He's never been like a real loud boy. Maybe he's loud with his football. I don't know. But just off the, you know, off the uh, football field, mm-hmm. he's never been a, like a really loud person in his life. He may mm-hmm. not be that. He may not be that person who likes to, wants to call football games and whatever. He may not be that person. Yeah. And I can see that. I can see him not being that person. And yeah. I can see him making a lot of money because Tom Brady is well-liked. And, you know, overall, he's yeah. well-liked. And I can see him making a lot of money. Now, he's not like a Tony Romo who know they better get what they can get from wherever they can get it. <laughs> okay. Tom Brady, uh, Tom Brady has a few, he doesn't, I mean, Tony, maybe that's a poor comparison because he's not just, he's just not Tom Brady, period, in, in well, any way, no matter how you look at it. Only thing they had in common, they both played football. That's about it, you know. quarterback. Well, I mean, same position. Yeah. yeah. But, but even different with all that, you know, <laughs> and we don't even have to talk about the different outcomes. So, 
Uh, I can see Tom Brady not doing that. You know, don't forget, my man's pockets is pretty stuffed already. Okay, yeah. it ain't like he's broke. Okay, yeah, that's true. I can see him. I can see him making other choices. I can see him walk. Yeah, that's a lot of money for me and for you, and for it's a lot of money for anybody. But that doesn't mean that there aren't uh, lovely offers for something that he would prefer doing. You got me? I can see him walking away. He's the type of person, if anybody can walk away, he's the type of person who could do it. Okay. You got me? Most yeah. people, they just most people, they just can't even think of doing it. Because okay. that's their best offer ever in life. But not necessarily so with John Brady. All right. I got you. All mm -hmm. right, Yep. Yeah, so yeah, okay, we'll see. We'll see if he okay. does. Right. Well, I mean, right. to take it or leave it. You know, plenty of money out there for Tom. So, hey, whatever. Yeah, he'll be fine. Oh, yes. Uh, next, um, and this one is not as uh, happy. Um, Jackson Holmes, my Holmes. What am I saying, Holmes? Patrick oh, Holmes' younger brother mm. um, was charged with three counts of aggravated sexual battery. And oh, my goodness. One, and one battery by... What is it oh the the johnson i guess the johnson county district's attorney's office and so he was he's 22 years old and um he they posted a hundred thousand dollar bond county. is that here in texas or is that where's it at no where they're in camp they're in they're in and he's, and Kansas oh, he's over there with his brother oh i should have yeah. known that mm -hmm. yeah so mm -hmm. anyway um his court date is scheduled for may 11th prosecutors allege in the criminal complaint that mahomes unlawfully touch the person uh, who did not consent to the touching with the intent to arouse or satisfy the sexual desires of the offender or another and unlawfully and mm -hmm. knowingly cause physical contact with another person done in a rude insulting or angry manner okay so he felt somebody up or whatever he, he did yeah he did a man uh, or a woman or both uh, it i think it was oh, a woman yeah. I think oh, it was a woman. The, we don't know what the hell it was. No, I. I, I but doesn't doesn't not matter. Um, well, you know, you know what? Well, you know what? That this is not right. I was going to say something very sexist. I was going to say one gender as opposed as another would probably be more likely to sue him. That's what oh, I was yeah. going to say. That's where I was going with it. But but mm -hmm. you know, no, no, because anybody has the right to, if you know, yeah. whatever. Um, you know, he's been out of control for a while. I would say his behavior was. Please don't let me, don't even make it sound like I'm trying to excuse him. But I would say there's a 99% chance that he has some level of arrogance just because he's the brother of mm -hmm. uh, Patrick, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, and then he doesn't seem to have the, he doesn't seem to be the brightest person in the world. He seems to be very impulsive, mm -hmm. okay, very impetuous. And he seems to think that he's entitled to do a few things. And, you know. He just may just have been that, you know, full of drinking and drugging and put the whole thing together. And then you just get a fool, you yeah. know, you just get a fool who just gets himself in a whole lot of trouble and uh, spending up and wasting up his brother's money on lawyers and stuff to get him out of trouble. Yeah, he really does seem, you know, very uh, immature and foolish. And, um, you know, I hope that, you know, he didn't do what... Um, you know, they, he's been accused of, but if he did, then, you know, there, there's a price to pay. There you go. Well, we've seen him make bad choices before. I don't know to this degree. And I don't know that he did this, but whatever the situation is, I don't doubt that he put himself in a bad situation. I don't doubt that he did that at all. What I will say is that 
if I find out that he's been just out there acting like a fool, okay, and offending people and being abrasive and abusive and all that, if I'm Pat, if I'm Patrick, I'll tell my brother, listen, baby brother, you're going to have to go someplace and get yourself straightened out. You ain't going to be out here drunk and crazy and carrying on and, and wasting my money. Because, you know, uh, Jackson has no money. Okay. You know, whatever money he got is Patrick's. Right. Okay. So you ain't going to be out here wasting up my money because you acting a fool. Because you can go and have fun without offending people and touching people and running your big mouth and starting trouble. Well, so yeah. And like that, if you acting like that, you're going to have to go to where they go to learn how to control themselves, their behavior and their uh, liquor and drugs. You're going to have to go to one of those type of places because I'm not having it. And yeah. I would tell my brother that you're not, well, you're not having it. I don't you know, the, the funny thing is, is that Patrick is just, you know, pretty quiet and, you know, you know, has he has his fun and everything, but he doesn't bother anyone. And Patrick it's like the people drunk. around him. Patrick, get drunk and go home and go to bed or go right. home and whatever and not in the street making trouble. Right. Okay. Right. Which is what he's supposed to be doing because Patrick's trying to hold on to his money. Yeah. Okay? And not and only hold people, on, he's trying to make continue to make and, more. And, and And you know that's right. Okay, so he's not trying to have that reputation. And let me tell you, and baby brother, you ain't going to be dragging your drunken, crazy, foolish ass along with me blowing my money because that's just what you're doing. Okay, so we'll we'll move on, Ma told uh, Jackson. All right, okay. Ma, so this is an update that I'm sure you already, you know, heard um, that the, ju the jury determined that Ed Sheeran did not wrongfully copy you know, elements or, or melodies from let's get it on. And so right. now Ed Sheeran does not have to retire. Remember he said that if he was, <laughs> if he was found guilty, he was going to retire because he felt well, it was well, so, well, you know what? Because so many people said it was such a, such a frivolous lawsuit in the first place. Right. Right. So, you know, it, you know, a lot of people said that I, you know, was watching different uh, programs and, and I heard comments from the different people. And it was just like the consensus that it was ridiculous. That is something that all musicians basically do. And I felt good when you mentioned uh, to me, you informed me about the thing with Candy and her encounter with Ed Sheeran's people and whatever all, however it ended up, ended up, they did the right thing. Everything mm -hmm. ended up being good. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever, whatever went on, but if it was a transaction, it was amicable to where Candy was saying, you use some more of my stuff. We are good. You know, right. so I believe that uh, Ed Sheeran, if it was anything, I think he would have been a straight up man about it. I don't think it would have been all this nonsense. Yeah. I mean, so, and I, you know, yeah. and, I, and I like Ed Sheeran. He, you know, has Me a, too. he's Look, a good right boy. Right and wrong is wrong. Yeah. It's, 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 nobody trying to do nothing to anybody. But, you know, now you, and we got to look out for people whose families don't have anything going and, and, and have not reached their potential and just, you know, uh, you know, taking advantage of whatever situation they can, you know, off the legacy of their parents, you know, so, you know, we have some of those too. Yeah. We, said we have some nepo lawsuits. You know, this nipple thing, we have some nipple lawsuits going that on. Is, that is true. Right. Okay. Um, so now we're going to move on to, we have uh, out of pocket or on the money. And this is just really one out of pocket or on the money. Um, so Gwyneth Paltrow went on a podcast. I'm not going to say the name of it. It's a pretty popular okay. podcast. Okay. And um, she was just, I don't know if they were giving her some alcohol or what, but she was running her mouth. They asked her um, if she had ever, you know, hooked up with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. And she said, okay. no, 
never made out with Leo. She said he tried back in the day, but he was already like, you know, he was very loose with the goods from when he was 19. Out of pocket or on the money? I'm not understanding. What you mean loose with the goods? He sleep with anybody? That's what I interpret it as. And so well, what, uh, you mean, do I think she was wrong to say that? Yes. No. What's wrong with that? Okay. They're talking right. about sex. Loose with the goods. I don't know what that got to do with her going to bed with him. And any most 19 is loose with whatever goods they got, whatever they're doing, whoever they're doing it with. At 19, most people are pretty loose with the goods. Okay. The hormones are going <laughs> and you got plenty of money and access to whoever, whatever type of thing you want to do. Uh, what's, why would he not be loose with the goods? He, oh, well, he, she wouldn't go out with him because he was loose with the goods. Uh, no, that's not true. She turned that the way she he didn't uh, pursue the goods enough with her. Well, he had that's so, not what she said. I understand that, but I'm giving you my interpretation. <laughs> okay. You know how people use euphemistic language? Yeah. They come out and say what it is about loose with the goods. He might have been loose with the goods, but he wasn't loose with them with you. Okay, next from Gwyneth Paltrow. And what woman, what d d d young woman like that, 19, 20 some years old, cares how many sex partners a guy has had? Your mind ain't even there at that point. You know, you're, you're just young. You know, your mind ain't there. How many people he went to bed with? How, who, it, it, what, what? Is that a good thing that he only went to bed with one person or, or zero? Was she looking for a virgin? I mean, what is she talking about? That's just silly. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Then, then the, the host asked her who was better in bed, Brad or Ben? And she, this is what she said. She said, Brad was like the sort of major chemistry, love of your life kind of at the time. That's what she preferred to Brad. And she right. said, Ben was like technically excellent. Okay. Out of pocket or on the money? On the money. It was okay. On the money. Said. Yeah. She gave him both compliments. Okay. Uh, Brad, but Brad, she was in love with. She was in love with Brad. That's what that all is. That's what she meant. The chemistry and all that, you okay. know, the make your heart sing and all that. She was in love with him. Okay. And, and then. And, and Ben was technically good. She may not have been in love with him, but she, the sex was good. Okay, and she said for F, F, marry, kill. So she said that she would marry Chris Martin again. Okay. She would F Brad again, and she would have to kill Ben. Okay, well, there you go. A lot of people would kill Ben because Ben <laughs> is drunk and acting up and acting crazy. A lot of people would kill Ben, you know. So that's it. And, okay. and 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 Brad, she would, you know, was euphoria. She just loved him so much. I remember that. Oh, okay. you remember that? Okay. Well, you uh, know, I remember when that was the rumor. I believed it, you know, because that's what okay. she said. Yeah. And, and, okay, and, and, and this was- And that she would marry Chris Martin again, that's a hellified compliment. Because yeah. a lot of people would not, I wouldn't marry any of the people I would marry to again. Go ahead. <laughs> You know, one of them listens to the, the show. I mean, uh, unless unless it was an emergency. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Anyway, my, um, <laughs> oh, oh, oh gosh. And I, I mentioned this before, uh, but it appears that we have confirmation. I'm going to take that back. That was, yes. that, that was out of pocket. I that, that was out of pocket. Out yes. of pocket. That yes. was out of pocket. Okay. Uh, so it appears that Ashanti and Nelly are together again. Good, um, good for and them. They, they're taking things oh. slow. They, you know, they were together. Well, we together. know. We, we understand that. <laughs> it can only be slow at <laughs> this point. Well, listen, you uh, know, they were together uh, from 2003 to, to, to 2013. And then now they're back again. So wishing them positive vibes. And taking things slow. Yeah, real slow. Okay, and now this is not funny, and this is just coming in, okay? Okay. So Chris Brown was having a party on Friday. He It allegedly ended with a physical altercation between Breezy and Usher. According to a report by Hollywood Unlike, the fight unlocked. The fight took place on Friday during Chris Brown's birthday bash at Skate Rock City in Las Vegas. A source told the outlet that things took a turn when a visibly intoxicated Brown acted in a disrespectful manner towards Tiana Taylor. Usher, among others, apparently intervened in an effort to calm Brown down. Instead, Chris called Usher a coward before the argument escalated outside the venue where Breezy and his security team reportedly jumped Usher. Witnesses claim the beatdown resulted in Usher receiving a bloodied nose. Neither Usher, Brown, or Taylor have confirmed their story. So we don't know if it's true or not, but there appears that there was some type of altercation that was circulating online, but we haven't I don't have any more information uh, regarding that, but if that is true, I don't know what to say because Chris Brown, we know, has a violent past. I don't know, Ma. What what are your thoughts on this? I, I don't know either. I don't know how to comment on that. I would say, why would why are they jump in Usher? Why would they jump Usher? I mean, well, you know, you know that Chris dead. Brown, I don't know for sure. But it's rumored that Chris Brown's people are affiliated with a gang. Well, so don't know still, that's true. And or not. still, and guess what? And still, why would they jump Usher? You, you, you got me. I'm hearing all that, and maybe so. But why would they jump Usher? Wow. I mean, Usher is not like a physical threat to any of them. He's now, you know, he's not trying to do anything but make him some money. Right. Yeah, I mean, you know, you understand that. He has never been about that. You know, he's never been about anything of anything screwing up around with his reputation and all that stuff. Not like that, you know. Yeah, And, and, and supposedly so. Chris Brown, and this is all rumors. We don't know for sure, but the rumor has it that, you know, Usher was really trying to defend Tiana Taylor. They said, I don't know if Chris well, Brown was that. being sexually inappropriate or if he was just being rude. Because Man. this here says that he was talking shit to her. This other one says that the the black TMZ. So right. I right. don't gotcha. I don't know. And there's mm. pictures of the party. Everybody looked happy. Everybody, yeah. you know. But you know, let's see. We got to check out. You know, gossip and a couple things. We'll see. We'll see. see. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Okay. I hope all's well that ends well, and I hope all that Usher got was a bloody nose. 
you know, it's easy to get your nose bloody. That that I mean, don't I, don't get me wrong. I'm saying if all he sustained was a bloody nose, then it wasn't a serious beatdown. You got me a, bl a bloody nose. You can bop yourself on the nose and it'll start bleeding in a minute. That's easy. Yeah, it just doesn't make any sense. And people are saying that Usher actually threw the party for Chris Brown. That's uh, another rumor. So it just really. So it's we'll, just we'll all see. crazy. Yes, it's just we'll all see. sound like out of control. We'll see. Let, let's right. let's see what we we get uh, in a day or two. Okay. We'll report right. it back to you. Okay, and we'll follow up. Right? Yeah. Okay. I'm not. I'm not necessarily saying on boss up. You know, no, no, well, what to else? Up no because, but, but that's just one yeah. source. I just happened to mention that. I just it just came to my mind, you know, it just came to my mind. That's all, yeah. Because they all right, there's uh, many sources, many sources, okay. Right, right, and we'll and we'll say what our source is. That's all, okay. All right, now, married at first sight, mom, the last show. Oh, come on, daughter. Come on. Yeah. Sounds real low when you mention married at first sight. Oh, I wonder why. I wonder why. Okay. All right, Ma. Uh, Gina and Clint, any hope for them? No. Gina takes every opportunity that she possibly can come up with to denigrate Clint. When you think she's going to come up with something nice, she's dogging out Clint. Nope. I don't see anything with it for it. And if I was Clint, I'd just head on for the heels. He's been a gentleman, you know, pretty much. You know, he had one little blurb and then they blew that out of proportion as far as I'm concerned. But anyway, uh, he's been pretty much a gentleman all the way through. He's been a decent guy about everything. And to me, he's been one of the most interesting people on the show for real. Because mm -hmm. the rest of them is a big dud, you know. And he always had, you know, pleasant perspective on most everything, you mm -hmm. know. Uh, and if I was Clint, I would just go on up the street around the corner wherever and meet the person that's for me to meet yeah I'd, I'd i'd you know put on my roller skates or hop on my boat and sail away or whatever and yeah. say wonderful experience i enjoyed the show met a lot of nice people hung out went to jamaica did this did that made a friend with the dog hank i'm good yeah I, I would it. i would not shed one second of regret about her yeah yeah So let's move on to uh, Nicole and Chris. So those that was the only couple that I think had any sort of hope. But right. I I don't know now. You know Nicole running her mouth and Chris having that look on his face of like he's annoyed. I don't know. What what do you think, Ma? You know I'm concerned. I have the same concern that I've had all along that Nicole was going to be too much and and make him back up. And he and she is getting pushback from him about them moving together. He or he always wanted to renew the lease for that nine months. And to me, that's huge. And you wanted to renew it for a full nine months. OK, not even say a month or two or, or like you say, pay mm -hmm. month to month. What happened to that? Most places allow that, you know, or whatever. And he went for the full nine months and they both signed it. And now she's pushing on it. Now that it's nearing decision day, she's, you know, she's going, you know, well, what are we going to do and how are we going to live and whatever? And he's like, mm, you know, well, let's see, you know, he's not as gung-ho to commit to a time frame or commit at all. I'm not even really sure, you know. So I see him having some 
mis the same misgivings he had when he decided to renew the lease. Right. You know, to extend the lease for nine months. He has the same misgivings now. Mm -hmm. And that hasn't changed. And she's acting like all of a sudden she's not accepting it. So I see some, some, you know, some issues going on right there. Okay. There's some real issues going on right there. Oh, and the other comment I wanted to make on Clinton, Gina, Gina didn't even want to move in with him in the beginning. And just through a whole lot of persuasion and everything, she thought the better of it, but she was reluctant to even move in with um, Clint from the very beginning. And they have, you know, and up and only until recently, they even shared a bed together. You know, right, right. No, oh, you're right. Okay, okay. I just want to make that comment. I just thought about it, sweetie. Just an afterthought, you know. No, okay. but, uh, Nicole and Nicole and and um and Chris, uh, you know, they seem to get along, you know, well overall. But he's having some second thoughts about something, or unresolved first thoughts, unresolved thoughts that he had from the very beginning. They, right. they still have not been addressed. He's still not feeling quite comfortable about it, you know? So okay. let's just see. And and to me, it's two things. She should share how she feels, but she shouldn't be pushing for them to move together if he's not feeling right about it. Because if you ain't feeling right about it, then that's a message to me. Something is not right about it, you okay. know? And so, um, Okay, um, ja Jasmine and Aries, you know, the whole thing with the psychic and, you know, stop. That's just, just they, they, that was entertainment, you know. I mean, you know, whatever. That's he all clearly doesn't want to be married to her. I'm telling and, you, I think somebody pulled him over. One of the script writers or somebody or Pastor Cal or some damn body pulled him over and said to him, listen, what you're saying is insensitive and cruel. And this girl is sitting up there sopping it up like a masochist. You know, you need to stop saying how you are not attracted to your wife. You are not attracted to you. How cruel is that for you right. to say over and over and oh, you should have never said it ever. And then you were saying it every episode, every, right. at least once or twice, every episode we heard the same thing. And that was just so cruel. And if she's a person to take it for some reason, she feels that she deserves for somebody to talk to her like that. We're not having it on this show. You know, I really think he got some pushback from somebody. And it's the only reason that he stopped saying it because there's nothing about him that's showing anything. Even when he says, oh, he went somewhere and misses her. All those things are verbs. Those are words that come out your mouth, but baby is no action following any of it. So, uh, you know, no, I say that's no, that's dead in the water. And Jasmine, you two need to hold your head up high, honey. I don't know why it's down low. But for whatever, you need to hold your head up high and walk on by. I don't see nothing with them new. No. Okay. And finally, Kirsten and Shaq. And them, and them in and church? Shaq. What about they're, them in they're, church? They're, mutual, they're mutually it, it, duds. They're mutual duds. Mm -hmm. You know, Shaq, I, I feel, never showed himself for the real person that he is I think he tried to put on some other kind of persona, you know, thinking it would somehow make him more uh, appealing or, or, you know, uh, you know, uh, more connected to the audience or whatever. I don't know what his motivation was, but I don't think he ever presented himself uh, as, as, you know, who he really is. Mm -hmm. I think he's starting to now. Mm -hmm. I don't think he's forgiving. I think he's still feeling, you know, uh, the rejection that she you know, sent his way in the first place. And I think that if in fact she really wanted 
him to be her husband, she was sending out the wrong message in the first place. I don't think he's yeah. that nice. Um, I don't know, think he's and, that and, nice either. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't yeah. think he's that nice either. And I, I think, think that mutual. I think they're mutual duds. I don't think she's that nice either, though. No. But I think I think she's less secure than she pretended to be. Yeah. You know, I think she tried to come off with like she's you know all that as they say. And, you know, and she's just so, you know, the most uh, uh, attractive and appealing woman in the world when, in fact, she's not feeling that way. Guess what? Because he's not showing her that. Okay. He is not showing. And I think that's more akin to who he is. I, you yeah. know, I think he's mad at himself for allowing her to, ooh, ooh, I don't want to kiss you. Ooh, ooh, your bald head and, and all this kind of negative rejecting type, you know, a uh, language and body movements and everything she was given toward him. And I think he has not forgotten that. And I think he's angry that he allowed it to go that far. Yeah. And he's, and he's showing a not attractive he, side to himself that, as well. Right. Well, that's the uh, go. And that's, so, the, that, and that's the risk that people run when they do that. Because mm -hmm. then now, then they show something that, you know, so rather than to, you know, have nipped it in the bud in the very beginning, he let it go on much longer than he thought he should have. And now she's doing everything. They've had sex and everything. And boom, it's, 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 you know, it's not giving what I would want to see in a relationship. It, it, it's not giving it. Yeah. So, you know, hey. All right. Well, we'll see Chelsea. what Married at First Sight is winding it down. Like to, it seems like to me, Dominic had the best idea. We thought she was, you know, kind of, you know, not giving it a fair chance and so on and so forth. And, and Dominic is like, look, I'm not feeling this man and I'm out. Don't even waste my time. And Please. she had probably, she probably had the most honest, the most honest attitude among all of them. Three we things that made you we smile. Didn't mention, we, we didn't mention Mackenzie. Okay, okay, okay. The sun, the stars, the moon, and Mackenzie trying to talk to Gina. Uh, we'll talk about that next week. His, not, his name is Matt Kinley. Oh, well, Matt Kinley, whatever. <laughs> trying to talk to, yeah, come on. You know, yeah, I'm doing good to remember that much. He's been off the show a long time ago. But, uh, you know, that's not so nice. That's not so nice of him. No, it's not nice at yeah, all. Yeah, nah. Okay. Uh, Tom and Zendaya sitting courtside at the Laker game. I thought that was really cute. Um, Dear Mama has become FX's biggest unscripted premiere ever. Congratulations to them. Oh, yeah. Uh, Congratulations and, to the, the Hughes brother. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Uh, and finally, Michelle Obama is now the co-founder of a nutritious a nutrition company um, that will make and sell healthier food and drinks for kids. Oh, okay. So congratulations well, to her. Go ahead, our yeah. first lady. Go ahead, our forever first lady. Is there, is there anything you. that you want to say, Ma, before we go? Everybody keep your eyes on the politics. Stay woke. Like I always say, stay woke. Let's keep our eyes on what's going on, the erosion of our human rights, okay? Everybody, keep your eyes on the prize. Stay woke. Let your voice be heard, like I tell you, every week, okay? And and you know what? In the meantime, enjoy life. Stay safe. Don't overdo anything. No drinking and driving. No drugging and driving. And stay away from assault weapons. Okay. Um, thanks okay. for listening to the Bambushi Happy Hour. Uh, continue to follow us on Twitter, on Instagram, and also um, on Facebook at the Bambushi Happy Hour and also all things Peju. Um, guys, subscribe to our YouTube channel, um, all, all Things Peju, uh, which is the home of the Bambushi Happy Hour. Send us your emails, 
at info at bambushihappyhour.com. We'll be telling you what the May book of the month is on the next episode. So everyone be safe, like Ma said. Bye. Bye.